0: So, how's your week been? It's been pretty good.
1: Yeah. Um, I've been doing a little online dating. Oh
0: my god!
1: Yeah, after uh, you know a while of yeah, you not took a break yeah. at all
0: <laughs> for good reason. Had to give the old she-bag a rest. Am I right? <laughs> Dear God. <laughs> is she bag not a good term for a vagina? Um, No? Oh, I don't think so. Okay, okay. I'll I'm scratch. sure you
1: probably have more, though, where I, that came from. I, right? I do. Okay. I really do. Well, yes. Yeah. So that's been very interesting. However, it's made me really question reality because I don't think anyone is actually an individual because let me tell you, dudes, at least in Southern California, they have three hobbies. Holding a dog. Being at Machu Picchu. <laughs> And rock climbing. I have started taking (sighs) screenshots every time a dude has a picture of himself at Machu Picchu. I'm not kidding. Oh, my God. So I'm like, what is the female equivalent of this? Like, what is, what do dudes see? And they're like, God, if I have to see one more fucking girl with a picture of her with her, like, dog ears, Snapchat
0: filter on. Do people do that, though? I I think they do. Maybe they're thinking it's, like, Machu Picchu. Nice to meet you. (laughs)
1: Don't forget to do your jazz hands. Buddy. Oh, yeah, I'm doing my jazz hands because otherwise
0: I make noises yeah. on my body. Welcome back, earbuds. I want to let you know that <laughs> Hannah Gel, while we record this, she always does jazz hands cuz she gets too excited. Literally, that's what's happening right now. I know. <laughs> I am so happy because here we are on our next episode of the groundbreaking series, Analyze This. If you guys <laughs> haven't been here before, welcome. Please stay forever. Don't forget to subscribe and make sure you listen to it every week because you're going to get to spend some quality time with us as we try and spend some quality time with ourselves. That's beautiful, dude. Yeah, thank you. God, you're so good at this. So, what is quality time with ourselves? Well, this week we'll be discussing a very vast arena known as meditation. And you can't spell meditation without me. (laughs) You like it? I do. I like that a lot. You like that a lot, right? I feel like we could do like
1: 20 episodes about meditation.
0: You know what? Maybe we will. But you know, I I wanted to reach out to, as always, I like to reach out to the community that we have here online and ask them what their thoughts about meditation are. Do people meditate? Have you tried it? Et cetera?
1: Well, I'd be what are your thoughts on meditation?
0: Me? Yeah. I mean, meditation's really great. I can say that when I was meditating regularly, it had a market effect on my life. Like truly. I felt Way less repetitive. I didn't feel ironically, the more time I spent clearing my head, the less time I spent in my head, okay. Well, here is my confusion. Okay. This is where I get I tend to overthink everything.
1: Mm, mm. Ah, <laughs> you so. may well be aware, <laughs> so I feel like I'm always confused about so people say meditating it's not like turning off your brain, but it's being very aware and having this kind of clarity. And yet, when I've done it, I kind of feel like, I'm just uh, kind of falling asleep.
0: Mm. I don't
1: know. So I don't really understand how to reconcile those two things.
0: Well, yeah. My favorite meditation app is called Headspace. They have not sponsored this episode, though I wish they would. Guys. Uh, It's a matter of time. It's just a matter of time. Speaking of subconscious, let's dive into people's conscious minds, because I really want to give just like a broad idea of what meditation is like. Is it hard? Is it easy? How do people find it? So I've pulled a couple replies from my Twitter. E says, I have, along with many other mental health regimes, and they didn't work for me. The symptoms of my PTSD make it so hard for me to close my eyes without getting anxious. But it seems to work for a ton of other people. So I thought I'd give it at least a try. E, I have something I'd like to say in response to you, which is that a lot of people are trying meditation. Those who are able to practice it regularly, it does seem to work for. But it doesn't mean that it's easy or ever was easy for them at the get-go, you know? So don't think that if you haven't gotten there yet, it's because you're not going to get there at all. Well, and
1: genuinely, it really just might not work for some people. I can't believe that's true. Well, but not everything works for everybody. Oh, but meditation sh- just could. like Just like some people like to be in relationships with, like, four people
0: at a time. Polygamy. Yes. I know. <laughs> There's right? lots of ways to live out there. I just think that there should be a list of opportunities. It's called your opportunity list. If this person happens to cross your path and they fall madly in love with you... <laughs> Madly, wait, wait, wait. Ma- wait, I think we're starting a different conversation. Okay, <laughs> fine. We'll, we'll have to save that for next week. Again, make sure you subscribe so that you know when we're doing our polygamy podcast, which is just around the corner. Oh, yes, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I'm just saying, I think
1: if you've tried meditation and you're like, no, this just doesn't, you know, then you probably
0: should like... Maybe try chopping wood or something. Well, there are different forms. Some people find different activities very meditative, i.e. So you're
1: not going to give up on this. (laughs) You're like, no. Meditating is for everybody. I'm just saying. (laughs) Running, washing dishes, ETC. Right, right, right. So sitting quietly, that's not what works for everybody.
0: Right. Correct. Okay, I will concede. Okay, okay, good.
1: Give us another. Let's do two more. So our next listener replied with, have tried felt like less bad, question mark, but at times made me feel nothing at all, but also made me pee a lot, but I was more constant.
0: Yeah, made made you feel nothing at all, which might be a good feeling. To, you know, I guess it really depends on your intentions, what you're going into the exercise for. Right. Um, for instance, if you have to pee, then meditation person seems like it'd be a good idea because it makes you pee a lot. Maybe this will help them be
1: more aware of their liquid intake, and then this won't be a mystery. Why they're peeing Why they're so they're much
0: peeing all the time? There you go. <laughs> really, isn't meditation the art of your inner being? Isn't this an interesting thing that they? Oh, sorry, I,
1: I forgot to <gasps> commend you for that thing you just said. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm just. Isn't it so interesting that they ended with? But I was more constant. That's like so deep i mean i feel like we're like deciphering like a line from some
0: ancient text or something like what does that mean (laughs) yeah like it's a poem like i was more constant or more aware of your constants or maybe their mood was more even maybe they were more consistent maybe they didn't freak out as much they were just level more constant
1: because that is actually um a blogger i really love he summarizes he's like if i could say one thing to convince you to meditate it would be this if you meditate, you will freak out less. Hmm. Still hasn't been enough to get me to do it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe we'll get there. Maybe we'll get there. Okay, I'm going to read one more and then we're going to move. I enjoy my dramas, okay? I love your drama. Uh, but, dude, meditation isn't going to be like an eraser to a whiteboard, you know? It's not like your dramas just disappear. It just makes you more aware and in control of how to process them. Mm -mm. You know, like, let's say you're having a lot of anxiety and it's keeping you from taking an action you need to take, like peeing. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, but I'm just going to read one more. Uh, The last last (laughs) reply we're going to read here today is, I've done group classes with a bunch of old ladies in Tarzana. That was my intro, and it was awesome. Now I use an app called Insight Timer, which is fantastic. Biggest benefit is equanimity. Biggest hurdle is not getting angry at yourself for not being good at it all the time. Dude. Mm, that anger, that judgment, it seems like it's a its a hurdle that's come up for a lot of people. Mm-hmm. I think it's really interesting that
1: when we start a new venture or activity like this, we frame it in uh, kind of terms of failure or success. Like, why, why would we get mad at ourselves otherwise?
0: Yeah, I don't know. It's I like, mean, that
1: just seems like such a weird Western thing to do. Like, we're always like, well, where
0: are the results? Am mm-hmm. I uh, being productive right now? Like- mm-hmm. Well, especially with something as intangible as meditation. The idea is that whatever is inside you that needs clearing out, you're able to clear. It's like, for me, my goals in meditation are to make more space in between my cells. Like, I need more space internally. I need to clear out the clutter internally. How do I measure that in terms of success and failure? I don't think I really can. Yeah, dude. Yeah, but that's only something I've learned after having spent a lot of time meditating. That being said, meditation is really, really, really tough, which is why there are so many classes, apps, groups, support groups, etc., and... Float tanks. (laughs) Yes. Watery coffin. Mm -hmm. So for those of you who haven't had the extreme pleasure of hearing what a float tank is, it is, uh, well, you know what, guys? I'll actually just read you the description from the website for the float tank that I used. (gasps) Should
1: we reference Stranger Things? Are yeah. we allowed you to do that? Yeah.
0: Okay, yeah. It's like 11 sensory deprivation chamber. But here is the description from the website, which I think is really funny. <clears throat> and maybe we'll play some like hoodly boodly little music underneath, like. Wah, wah. <laughs> All right, here's my website voice. Ready? Mm. Step into your private, oversized tub filled with less than a foot of warm, saturated. Wait, 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 wait.
1: Can I just say, why is it. Uh, Why do they make a point of saying (laughs)
0: it's "It's filled with less than a
1: foot of warm water? Because people might be worried
0: about drowning. Oh. Basically. Gotcha, gotcha. Got it? Less than a foot of warm water saturated with a 1,000 pounds of Epsom salt. The result? Everybody floats. No effort required. Your mind and body are able to completely unplug and relax. No gravity, no noise, no light, no stress.
1: I just want to say also when I was researching float tank places I saw I went to this one website and they literally had this video that was like trying to scare you into using one it was like <laughs> it was like <laughs> stress <laughs> like jobs the world Kids. stress is deadly the and world was like is
0: loud yes yeah. it was like oh god i know speaking of stress here are the listed benefits from the website about how the float tank is supposed to make you feel Virtually everything in our lives is made worse by stress. Constant noise and distractions affect our eating, sleep, relationships, work, and how we feel about ourselves. Basically, stress sucks. Floating is the opposite of stress. That's what. <laughs> okay. It provides an effortless state of calm and relaxation. So what? You'll sleep better, feel more peaceful, and have a more positive outlook on life. Everything gets better. Come try it. And if you don't agree, oh, we'll refund your money. Well, I might have a phone call to make. Wow. Dude, I really think you should have a side career in voiceover work. Oh, Hannah. Thank you. Yeah. Really? Oh, my God. Yes. Did you feel lulled? I felt kind of lulled. Oh, I love that. (laughs) My words are like the float tank of your mind. (laughs) So, as i was saying, listeners, I believe we each recorded our before thoughts before going into it. So, Hannah Gelb, I would love to hear what your thoughts were before you entered the tank.
1: Well, yes. And first of all, I just want to say I discovered walking around in public holding your phone to your face recording a memo makes you feel like a cool spy. Oh. So, I'm probably going to do it more often. Yeah, man. Yeah. Anyways, that was a side note. <laughs>
0: Let's hear next from cool spy
1: Hannah Gelb. Okay, I am walking to the place after having a parking adventure and hurting myself on a plant that was very spiky, so feeling a little out of sorts and mad at myself for not leaving earlier, but uh, I'm excited, I'm kind of nervous, Um, I'm afraid of having a Taylor Swift song stuck in my head, or that I might just fall asleep, but I hope that this is good. I'm trying not to have too many expectations, like suddenly I'll understand uh, the meaning of the universe, or... like float in a magical uh, transcendental lily pad. Yeah okay so this is actually a one person floating institute so i am the only one here right now and i'm in this private room with the tank and everything looks really nice i'm a little scared because the tank doesn't have any lights in it at all so you basically just have to climb into like a warm cave and then close the door behind you which is very counterintuitive to like being alive but I'm excited and I think I'm just gonna try to relax and not think about um, like how I have to make dinner when I get home or my boss or whatever. I have that feeling of I haven't studied for a test or something. <laughs> like I wish I had prepared more for this, which I don't know if you can. That's probably just my Jew brain. Anyways, here we go.
0: Yay! <laughs> Hannah, you did you're such a good spy. <laughs> Thank you. (laughs) Oh, my God. I loved that. So your place was just a one-person float tank arena, I guess? Yeah.
1: And also, I just feel like I need to say, you don't understand how spiky that plant was. I was about
0: to say, are you just about to say, you guys need to know that plant came out of
1: nowhere. I mean, I have like a puncture wound (laughs) on my leg, which I then had to put wax on top of when I went into the tank.
0: Yeah, this is a big thing about float tanks, guys. They're filled with very painful
1: salt water. Well, luckily, it's not like... Like, I've been to the Dead Sea, and the Dead Sea is like, you just get in, and your body's on fire. No one tells you that. They're like, oh, you float and It's great. No, it, you're in quite a lot of pain the entire time. Uh. This was not like that. At least it wasn't for me. Okay. Oh, and you have to take a shower before you get in. Mm -hmm. I've showered before, so
0: that wasn't too weird. (laughs) Um, But yes, getting in was scary. Yeah, that's really... I mean, yeah, you're going in. So, okay, on a scale of one being no expectations, 10 being expectations of infinite revelation or whatever, what were your expectations at that last moment going into the room?
1: Well, you know, I really wish I'd had zero expectations. I mean, I really... I think I kind of thought something would happen, you know, yeah. which is kind of what happens to me when I try to meditate. I'm always like, wait. I'm like waiting. I'm trying to make something happen, which, mm. you know, is part of the practice to just, you know, accept what's happening, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, like a six? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I would say like a five. Let's like say five. a healthy five. Healthy five, 50, 50. Could go either way. Mm-mm. You don't really know. Mm-hmm. Okay, cool.
1: So what about
0: your experience, Hannah Hart? Luckily, I also am a spy, and I also recorded my thoughts before we went in. We can listen to them right now. Okay, so I am walking to my car to get ready to go to the isolation chamber, a.k.a. float tank, a.k.a. watery coffin. Uh, I am actively nervous, and I've been nervous all day. So nervous, in fact, that I've actually been a little bit distracted from doing any work at all. That might also be because I didn't want to do anything today, but hey, who knows? I can say that I'm genuinely not looking forward to this in any way, shape, or form. Uh, My expectations are that I'll be nervous, then I'll get in and feel comfortable, and then I kind of think I'm just going to end up falling asleep, frankly. Um, I'm also worried about having a panic attack, so we'll see what happens. Okay, so I've entered the flotation room. Swimsuits aren't required, so I'm going in totally naked. And they've given me the option of using earplugs, which I am going to opt into, uh, cause I really hate getting water in my ears. And so anyway, I'm putting the earplugs in now, and then I'm gonna open this chamber door, you know, which uh, sounds like this, this is how the chamber sounds. Oh, my God. This is like something out of Star Trek. Oh, God. Wish me
1: luck. Oh, my God, dude. You're like, it's like your goodbye
0: letter. You're like, I don't know if I'm ever going to come out of this. I was so scared. (laughs) Can I also just say... I'm so sorry. (laughs) Mine was like a 60-person float studio, so there were lots of different rooms with people floating inside them, and everything smelled like chlorine slash like it kind of smelled like being at like a YMCA or at like an ASPCA like (laughs) (laughs) it just had that like smell of just like sterile like pool vibe Mm. I guess and then it was all super fluorescent the room itself I had lights and music on so for my room you have to go in you go into your tank or whatever you crawl in you shut the door you're in the water And you have to push a button to make the lights and music go off. So it slowly fades to black. And then after about five minutes, the music stops. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. And I had to watch a whole video about float tanks beforehand. So it felt a little like cult indoctrination. Man. So you just had like the pussy version, basically. (laughs) I just climbed into a black hole. That's all I did. Excuse me. (laughs) I believe we can say... (laughs) That you mean, by pussy, I think you mean the brave and empowering version, because that's how I feel about my... Obviously. Disclaimer, she
1: that's, obviously that's what I mean every time I say that. Yeah. As yeah. an ardent
0: feminist. Yes, yes. And then they, they also gave me like a petroleum jelly to put on any um, of my cuts. Here's the thing. My I, place gave me Waxine, which is a
1: Vaseline alternative oh, and it's organic. Oh,
0: very <laughs> nice. Well, I didn't know what they meant by like, Go, put this on any cuts you have. And I'm like, well, I don't have any exposed cuts. I just have very dry skin. That, of course, won't be a thing. Thing. No. So the first se- second I get in the water, like even before the lights are out, my hands are on fire because I have really dry skin on my oh hands. No, uh huh. My hands. Mm-hmm. And I had just shaved my legs. No, you're not supposed to do that. They didn't tell me not to do that. Oh my God. I know. So, you know, everything was aflame. Okay, on a scale of one to 10, how much pain were you in? No, nah, I mean, pain, meh, too. <laughs> but my- oh, dude, I'm so sad they didn't tell you not to do that. I didn't know you weren't supposed to shave your legs. They should really make that clear. You need to come to my float
1: place, all More- right? It's okay. like a yoga studio, basically.
0: Well, Hannah, Gelb, how was your float tank experience? What was it like? You know, I think this is like anything
1: else. You have to work at it. I mean, yes, it was. I did feel like... Walk us through it. Okay, so you okay. get in the so tank. So I get in. First, I'm, like, freaking out because it's so weird. And also, when I was going in, the lady, she was like, so the handle to the door has a towel on it. So don't, because there's other handlebars in here. So don't panic if you're, like, banging on a handlebar and the door's not opening. I was oh, like, God. God. Why would she tell you that? Why would she tell me that? So I go in. It's totally dark. Also, I have a fear of drains. Also, small boats. Dude, this
0: is not setting you up for a good float tank. I have some water-related fears. So Same. I think it's because I think we're both very water, like, emotional energy people. Mm-hmm. We're very drenched. Like, we're watery. You know what I mean? Whoa. Yeah. So I think that that's why we both are afraid of even more water. Mm-hmm. I have, like, a deep respect for the ocean. <laughs> yes. You know? but Absolutely. like, You know, I'll, you're good, ocean. I'm good. There's no need to go in there Mm-mm. ever. Nope. <laughs> Unless you... You know,
1: just making a sandcastle.
0: Yeah, or you're on a date, and they want to go to the beach. (laughs) Sounds like that's not a good first date for you. No. (laughs) Um, But okay,
1: so I get in. I'm freaking out. I can't. Like, I feel like my neck is really tense, and I can't. I can't make myself just lie back. At first, I tried it just with myself, yeah. but they had this little, like, kind of neck halo thing you could put behind your head mm. that
0: would help support your head. Mm. So that really helped. So, like, once you've gotten through the initial physical discomfort, how was it, like, I guess mentally, spiritually? I, I felt a little bit like I like I do when I try to meditate.
1: I felt like, uh, what's happening? My mind and my body are like, what is going on? What is this? Um When is this going to be over? Um... Uh, okay i'm here like i'm ready to be enlightened <laughs> um you're waiting for something i'm wait i was waiting and also i was i mean this is just so exactly what meditation is i wasn't Okay
0: with what was happening. I Mm. kept trying to change the experience I was having, Mm. you know. And that's some pretty advanced meditation talk. Like, But I think what, what you mean, like what Hannah means when she says that is that the idea in meditation is that you're not supposed to stop your thoughts. You're not supposed to reject your thoughts. You're not supposed to try and control them in any way. You just allow them to move fluidly through you, which is hard. It's a skill that takes time to master. Do you feel like the float tank brought you closer to a meditative state? i think
1: yeah i think so well also afterwards the lady
0: who worked there said the first time is the hardest time to get you to come back more than once and buy a membership <laughs> <laughs>
1: Well, in addition to that, it's just, it's like anything. The first time you do it, it's not easy. Mm -mm. I mean, it's just so funny. Like they say like, oh, try this flow tank and all of a sudden you'll sleep. Basically, all of your problems will be solved. You'll become a sex god. It's just like (laughs) we're so obsessed with these like instant results and the things that you want in a flow tank, they don't just, you don't just get
0: them. Right. You have to work at it. Mm. Yeah. And you're not a, you don't practice meditation regularly. You haven't felt like you do it. Uh, sadly, no. I think about it
1: all the time. I'm like, you know it would be good, Hannah, if you got up a little just 10 minutes early and meditated. And I'm like, yeah. Fuck off! Okay. <laughs> That's a little trip into Hannah Gelb's brain. Mm-hmm. Anyways, I felt like when I was in there, after a while, I was getting kind of antsy, but I did feel like it a little qu- like quieter, like there was more of a quiet space mm. inside me. But actually, I didn't really realize that until afterwards. Wow. What I really want to say is I felt like I was in the womb at some point. Oh, nice. I really miss the womb. I think the womb was like the high point of my life. A womb of one's
0: own. <laughs> oh, my God. You're so good at that. <laughs> a funny Now, a funny quick note about float tanks in general. I was really shocked by this. They make the temperature of the water is your body temperature. Right. So you're supposed to kind of feel like you're not even in water. You're literally... Floating in nothingness. Yeah, the air and the water are the exact same temperature, which is aiming to be the average human body temperature. I was really worried about being cold, but mm-hmm. we also—you also recorded your immediate thoughts after. Yes. Okay. I'm. I want to hear those too. But first, we're going to take a quick break to thank our sponsors for making this podcast possible. People are always asking me how I have such great skin. It's mostly water, genetics, and green tea. But I also want to tell you guys about BioClarity. BioClarity delivers clear, glowing skin by reducing redness and boosting your natural beauty. You can use it twice a day without worrying about excess irritation because there are no harsh chemicals. Why no chemicals? Because BioClarity is packed with clarifying botanicals and Floralux. What's Floralux? Well, it's naturally derived from chlorophyll and is proven for soothing away blemishes. BioClarity works because it's chock-full of antioxidants that help reduce redness and that help feed and defend your cells with an alphabet of vitamins that boost your natural beauty. Best part is, BioClarity is delivered straight to your door in an easy three-step skincare ritual that's 100% vegan plus gluten and cruelty-free. It's vegan, guys. You can eat it, but please don't. BioClarity will help you cleanse, treat, restore, and even hydrate your skin. So start your healthy habit today and get clear, glowing skin by going to BioClarity.com. And just for you earbuds, you can get your first month for only $9.95. That's $20 in savings, and it comes with a 100% risk-free money-back guarantee. All you need to do is enter the code HANNAH. That's H-A-N-N-A-H. Remember, go to BioClarity.com and enter your code HANNAH, H-A-N-N-A-H, to get started today. Wow, my very first ad. I hope it was as clear as bio-clarity itself. Actually, the product's kind of green-looking, but green's my favorite color. One of them. Anyway, let's go back to the show. So we have just gone into the float tanks. I just climbed into a black hole. You also recorded your immediate thoughts after? Yes. I want to hear those, too. Okay,
1: I am done. That was weird. Uh, I think what kind of happened was whenever I tried to meditate, I kind of had the same experience where I was like, uh, I'm not good at this. What's happening? Is this over yet? And my I feel like my mind and body were just kind of like, what's going on? But um, I do feel kind of refreshed and rested. And like maybe... Like things are moving a bit slower, like time. <laughs> so that's good.
0: I think our producer had a little fun with that effect right
1: there. <laughs> wow. That was a shock. Whoa. <laughs> it's like, what happened to me?
0: Wow. So you felt a little refreshed.
1: Yeah. And I did feel, I really had this stark, um, you know, it's obviously, you. it's, Absolutely nothingness in the tank. And then when I left, it was the farmer's market happening in Ocean Beach, which is this like hippie neighborhood in San Diego. So all of a sudden it was like colors, smells, sounds, guys with beards, dogs. Dogs with beards. Dogs with beards. <laughs> exactly. So it was like for a second, I was like, I feel like I'm in a different country. Hmm. You know?
0: So I think. Yeah, or at the very least, a different state. I winked, like state of mind. Oh. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. That's good, dude. Okay, so yes or no, would you do a float tank again? I would.
1: (gasps) I, I, I would do it again. I think what it did for me was it's like you cannot sit without any distractions, not doing anything, and not have some quiet created in your mind body. And I think when you are in the practice of meditating, you can get there to that place. And that's kind of what I would like to do.
0: Yeah. The skill of building quiet whenever you want to access it.
1: Right. Because it's always there. It's just always covered up by men with beards. (laughs) Whoa. (laughs) In a non-sexual way. Yeah, dude. No, I I hear you. I hear
0: you. Mm -hmm. Okay, but that's me. Uh, What about you, Hannah Hart? What about me? Did I like the float tank? I'd like to hear. Okay. I hated it. I thought it was actively bad. (laughs) (laughs) I hated it. I hated it. I really did not like it. It was bad. Oh, my God. I know. I know. Was it just... OK, well, what's it? Well, look, I, I really thought I didn't go in with like high expectations. Um, I really thought like, oh, cool. This is just going to give me an opportunity to meditate for an hour, which, you know, and I can meditate 20, 30 minutes. You know, um, I do guided meditations, again, on Headspace. I think it's a really great, easy, you know, no, no religious bias, et cetera, et cetera, kind of app, very accessible. And so I've had a lot of practice meditating and I You know, though I've fallen out of practice, I can still try and guide myself to that. I remember what this feeling of clarity or clearness, not clarity as in focus, but clearness, just less stuff. I I remember what that feels like. And unfortunately, I haven't been actively meditating for like probably a year. So it was it's a lot harder for me to get there. So I was kind of excited, actually. Uh, I was nervous about it because of obviously dark room, small space, et cetera. But I was I was hopeful you know, and I didn't realize that I had been hopeful until I was disappointed. <laughs> oh, Dude, no. it was bad. It just sucked. It, like, it made me angry. I felt so anxious and angry and just like I was distracted by it was like it wasn't a sensory deprivation chamber for me. It was a hypersensory chamber for me. I was aware of every sound, every crack that my body made when I moved, every sound that my breath made when I breathed, um, the sounds of the building itself vibrating through the water like it was like everything was magnified for me. I also felt very physically uncomfortable. My neck and my back hurt. I felt like all my muscles were tensed, even though I was floating. And I kept trying to like, so I wiggled around. I kept trying to like actively relax my body. I tried to do um, a body scan, which is a practice in meditation that's, you know, you start from the top of your head and you just kind of start to move slowly down through your body. And I usually get to, you know, I can usually do a couple rounds of that. But I just kept getting so distracted by everything. It was, it was like being in a magnifying glass for me. I found it to be really torturous. I hated it. Yeah, I hated it. it but it did make me want to meditate again because it reminded me how much I liked it. Mm-hmm. So basically, I was upset and angry and anxious up until the moment I fell asleep. <laughs>
1: yeah. Okay, first of all, oh, I'm so sorry, dude. Ah. Also, I think you are the only person who could enter a sensory deprivation tank And feel like you are more distracted.
0: (laughs) Yes. Literally, yes. Every time the water, like, and I tried to hold so still because any movement I made, the water would, like, like, it would touch my skin. And it was just, like... I just was so hyper aware of everything, and I took my Adderall that day, you know? So if anything, I should have been able to relax easier, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, oh, for those of you listening, I have ADHD. I take Adderall. It has the opposite effect of, like, you know, the the stigma behind Adderall, which is, you know, people who don't have ADHD, they take it and they feel like, whoa! Mm-hmm, when you do mm-hmm. have ADHD, you take it and you're like, I should clean. <laughs> That's actually what I was going to
1: ask you. I was like, wait a minute, you took out her all too relaxed? Yeah,
0: but that's that's what the effect it has on me. It helps me mm-hmm, calm mm-hmm. down and be more focused and in a calm way and to be able to start and stop a task.
1: So it sounds like you felt like, like an animal yeah. in a cage
0: and something was poking you continuously. Yes, I did. I really did. And I felt very angry and I was angry at myself and I was angry at this being the experience that people think did to like you know I just felt like I was participating in like a crock you know what I mean like I was like I can't this feels nothing like meditation for me and these are all very very singular experiences to myself you know did you record yourself after I did record myself immediately after well that was the most expensive nap I ever took upon exiting I immediately got salt in my eyes oh which I'm still getting oh god I should shower okay hold on (laughs) Okay, so just got back in the car, and I have some notes. One, there is nothing available for after you're done floating to help recondition your hair, which has been sitting in a salt bath. Two, there's no lotion either. No lotion at all. Three, I don't know about your experience or other float tanks, but mine smelled vaguely like a public pool mixed with, like, a pet hospital or something. Four... I don't really feel like how I normally feel after meditation, you know, the second the lights came on the second There was any sound at all. I got up. I shot up. I was like, okay, good. This experience is over I did not enjoy that. I did not enjoy that at all and right now. I feel just kind of irritated, you know just like not good And it also was really stingy. It stung my vagina because I guess I had just shaved the other day. They should really warn you. Don't shave before floating. I like, I have razor burn and it stung, you know? So that's, that's my biggest feedback. Not great. Not great. Not great not great. It was dude, the most expensive nap I've ever <sighs> taken. I'm so sorry. Okay, but I
1: have a rebuttal to this. I think you need to try a different place. It sounds like that place kind of sucked. Like first of all, they should have told you you should not shave beforehand I'm sure it was probably written they somewhere. Provided, <laughs> they should have provided,
0: they should have provided conditioner. My place provided conditioner provided- and lotion. There was conditioner, but not like a post shower conditioner like a leave-in, you know? Okay, so there's that. Oh,
1: okay. And there was but there now was, we're getting somewhere.
0: There was no lotion though. There was no lotion. However that's crazy balls. I know, it's crazy, right? However, I will say this, and this was really, really, really shocking to me. I did feel actively irritated during it. I did take a nap. I did leave. I did not feel refreshed. I felt irritated, et cetera, et cetera. But later that day, I was in a fantastic mood. Normally. I know. It's nuts. Normally, I have a window from like 3 to 6 p.m. or like 4 to 6 p.m. where I just get in a really bad mood, you know? And uh, I completely skipped that window. I was actually in a really great, positive, energetic mood a couple hours later. Wow. That's
1: really interesting. I know. Because, see, I I think when you do something like this, there's a lot of stuff happening you're not aware of. Mm. Like we're always in our head level like, wait, I'm not thinking this way or not thinking that way. I don't feel this or that. But I think there are a lot of benefits that are just you're not aware
0: of yeah i know it could be you know i hate to i hate to say it but despite not enjoying the float tank experience i will say that maybe there was some stuff that came to the surface
1: (laughs) oh my god Yes, yes we are number three yes that i've been counting i just
0: love i love it i love it i love it would you do it again you know what? No. But oh. I really would never, ever, ever do it again. Oh, I, I, I really want you to like it. I know, but I don't. That's just my own need. I know. It's OK. <laughs> <laughs> I did not like it. I wouldn't do it again. But it did remind me how much I missed daily meditation in my life. Ooh, you know? So it served a purpose. It did serve a purpose. And there's a count, another purpose to it, too, which is this. Dude, I want to challenge you to do the challenge I've asked you to do for so many years, which is the 10 minutes a day for 10 days. Oh, God, it's going to be hard.
1: Okay, fine.
0: Please do it. Please, please, please. And all those of you listening, too, I really encourage you guys to take this challenge, too. Um, You can use the Headspace app. Again, we're really not sponsored. There's lots of great different apps. I just like the structure for it. That's it. Do whatever app you want. I don't care. But I do think it's important to try to do this 10 minutes a day for 10 days. And we'll next week when we hang out, it'll only be seven days in. But I want to hear about it. You know, we don't that won't be the center of next week's episode. I'm pretty sure next week we need to talk about dating profiles. Machu Picchu, baby. (laughs) You know, but I challenge you, dude. I literally challenge you. Okay. Is this incentivizing? What can I do I'm, to make you do well, this? Well,
1: I'm going to have to do it because we're going to have to talk about it next week.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh. What if. Which that- is the whole reason I'm doing this podcast. Yeah. To force Anna Kelp to do things. Yep.
1: Yeah, dude.
0: Absolutely. I love podcast whispering. <laughs> me too. Yeah, it's so great. Oh, man. All right, you guys. Thank you so much for listening. Uh, if you guys want to find more of the amazing Hannah this podcast, you can find me across the board at Harto, H-A-R-T-O, or Hannah Gelb at work. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that is right. That is where I am a lot of the time. <laughs> but I'm thinking about you guys. Yeah, man. Thank you so much for doing this, Hannah Gelb. I love you, dude. Dude, I love you. And I think it's so funny. Every time we do this, you thank me for basically sitting in a room and talking to you, which is like one of my favorite things to do. So this is great, man. It's great.
0: It's great. (laughs) All right. We love you guys. We'll talk to you soon. Yay.